Hello everyone, I'm Wendy Liebman, CEO and Chief Shopper at WSL Strategic Retail, and this is Future Shop. This is where I talk to innovators, disruptors, iconoclasts, and friends and family about the future of retail. Today, my guest is actually my colleague, Joy Pratt. For those of you who don't know Joy, she is our senior consulting expert in all things insights and shopper and retail activation. Hi, Joy. Welcome to Future Shop. Hello, Wendy. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. I feel silly saying welcome to Future Shop, especially since your life, our life every day is about what we call future now, future next, right? Yes. So welcome to your life. I feel like since this is the first time Joy has joined me on the podcast, you've seen Candace. I should tell you two things about her. Maybe one. She's a mad sports fan. So football season, right, Joy? Yes. Jets fan. <laughs> Jets fan. Sorry about that. But she's ever hopeful about next year. And a baseball fan. So at least she and I have something and Candace in common about baseball. She's a Mets fan. No. No. Joe, kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> Yankees fan with me. Candace is all by herself on that. Anyway, it's great to have you. Thank you, Joy, for doing this. What we wanted to talk to you about today is last week, Joy and I led a group of clients on one of our retail safaris. And we did it in conjunction with one of our very dear retail partners. And our goal was to immerse everyone in how key themes we're seeing in our How America Shops research are coming to life at retail. So we built out a two-day agenda for our clients and our dear host, the Kroger Company, and the health and wellness division of the company. And we focused on how health and wellness was coming to life at retail. So we wanted to share some of those things with you today, some of the highlights of what we did. It was an exciting and wearying few days, wasn't it, Joy? Oh, it was. Long days, 15-hour days. Yeah, but fun, right? We learned a lot, right? We heard a lot. We shared a lot. Lots and lots of learning. Yes. So I thought we'd just quickly start at where we began, which was what are some of the insights we are seeing in our work that defined how we would go about creating this two-day event. We called out five key insights. Joy, you want to share some of those? Yeah. So the first one we called out was the rise in social health conditions. And what we are seeing is stress continues to be the number one obstacle that shoppers face in living a healthy life. But we're seeing, especially among younger shoppers, so the Gen Z and millennials, that they're suffering, four out of 10 are suffering from anxiety and depression. Some are feeling loneliness. And then this is all creating barriers to living a well life. We also see, and I think all of us have experienced, that inflation is driving low price retailers. But that's not to say that people will not spend more for their values. And that's both social values as well as their healthy eating values. We also see that, you know, because stress is the number one obstacle to living a healthy life, People want easy, stress-free shopping. They want to be happy. They want to shop happy stores. They want to connect with people, use the store as a way to engage socially with friends and family. And that leads to the whole happy, human, healthier retail emerges, where, as I said before, that people are socializing more in stores and just connecting with each other. And then finally, shoppers want to shop stores and brands that support their values. 
And so the number one value for shoppers is fairness. And fairness has a different meaning. It's do you treat your employees well? Are you making products affordable for all? So just not a few, but for all. Are you helping me shoppers to live out my shopper values? And so they want to buy products. We see almost one out of four want to buy products that are clean and natural. And that's part of their values. Thanks, Joy. Those were the five major themes that we took from all our How America Shops research that we do continuously through the year. And we said, okay, now if the focus of these couple of days for clients and our retail partner is to be what's going on, where is the innovation we're seeing, what would that retail safari look like? And so we built out an agenda which ranged from the delivery of showcasing a totally robotics-driven distribution center. And you may say, what does that have to do with healthier? Well, as Joy said, right, it's about stress. It's about easier shopping, order online, pick up in store. Well, how do I do that? Well, you have to have a really impressive, efficient distribution center. And Kroger has just one of those, which is mind-boggling, right, Joy? Yes, it's so futuristic seeing the different robots pick up your orders and help make delivery easy and fast. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. We were talking about working and the future of work and watching people in this robotic environment with these little robots that look like they come out of a sci-fi movie. Many of you, I'm sure, have seen the pictures, but it's different in real life. But the other part to it was actually this whole piece of watching people then pick the orders. And I said to Joy, I think, how do you hire for that? I think you hire for it. You might have to get somebody who's a great gamer that can work on console, look at 10 things going on at once, you know, all of those kinds of things so that they can hit a button, pick, hit a button, pick, hit a button. It was extraordinary, right? So that was how we began our day by looking at how a company of a large size could actually deliver efficiently to all of the shoppers all around the country who are now expecting faster, easier, stress-free shopping experiences. And then we went on, right? We went through many other places that were innovative and different, typical and not typical. Joy, what was the highlight for you once we got out of that amazing place? Yeah. So once we left the distribution center, I think it was Jungle Gym. It was massive. As soon as you walked in, they actually had an area where they actually conduct podcasts. What really impressed me about the store is their assortment for different ethnic foods. So maybe from China, Japan, Korea, Australia, Australia, (laughs) thank you, Africa, you name it, you can find the products you were looking for. And then also it was affordability. The price points were very appealing. They also had additional services such as cooking classes, but there was none taking place at the time. But even if, you know, someone that is a cigar aficionado, they can easily purchase cigars. And so that kind of really impressed me because they had something for everyone. I was really impressed. And it's huge. What is it? I forget how many thousand square feet, but it's huge. Yeah, it's about 150,000, 200,000 square feet. I think the thing that was interesting, and this is one of the things we do, sorry for the pitch, everybody, on our retail safaris is we try to think about what the yin and yang. So we saw this robotic distribution center, which was extraordinary. And then the counterpoint was this international market, which is a a go-to place for families on the weekend, which has 
as Joy said, amazing selections of everything from types of food to cigars to toys to beer, name it. Right, candy, right, we all go on candy, to health and wellness products, which were amazing. And it was a massive old world laying of hands on personal service that you was sort of the counterpoint to the robotics, which was just really fascinating. And then we went really small, right? Yes. <laughs> My favorite place. REI? Well, I had two. REI was one. Now, why was that so interesting to everybody? I don't think a lot of attendees knew about how REI was structured, what it actually, the whole co-op idea. And But what I liked most about REI is that their associates are passionate about what they do. They're passionate about REI. I was speaking to a sales associate and she said that was her dream job is to work at REI. She loves what the company stands for. And if many people don't know, REI is co-op driven. So um, you purchase actual a membership. I believe it was $30. For a lifetime, not even a year, right? Forever. One time. All your purchases at the end of the year, they give you a dividend. I think it was 3%. Yeah, I can't remember. We should remember that. But next time you sign up, everybody, you will get your dividend, right? Exactly. And so you're invested into the company as well. And they just made you feel like you're one of them. And the product selection, the health and wellness, they had everything. It was, if anyone is looking on how to merchandise or how to offer healthy snacks, go to REI. All their whole snack area was filled with healthy, clean, which I thought was impressive. Yeah. And Amy, the store manager was, to your point, was so excited to be talking to us and telling us about the proposition. And again, you know, it's the robotics and then you get down to the sort of personal touch. It was a very efficient place. They signed some people up as, you know, already as co-op members, which was great. They loved to have us there. But there was a, a really emotional, I think, sort of experience of working with people who are so passionate about what they do. And then we all jumped back on the bus and went to my other favorite store, which is Five Below, because I'm still a teenager who likes things that are five below and all amazing selection of products. And again, a wonderful manager, Ryan, who was just so excited to tell us about Five Below and what it stood for and what they were trying to do. Yeah, at Five Below, all those candies that you grew up on, they had it. Like I have not seen, what was it, now and later in maybe 20 years. <laughs> oh, you're not that old. I thought you were only 22. Anyway. <laughs> and they had it. So it's just kind of, it brought back, you know, childhood memories. In a good way, in an affordable way as well. And I think the other thing about it is they've been so good in terms of innovation. So they take a trend that's socially trending and there is product for that. They encourage kids to play. There's a dribbling aisle on the floor where they encourage kids to take the balls out and play. They've also got a very strong and clear voice in terms of their messaging. So it just really felt like a fun place. And of course, the way we can always tell if our retail safaris are resonating is when people go shopping, and there were shopping bags. <laughs> I think if you didn't mention, Joy, you and I have talked about this, a lot of clean products increasingly in, in skincare, personal care, healthier versions of products, and then national brands, big national brands that are now in Five Below too. So lots of elements to that that really talk to happiness, happy stores, affordability, easy to shop, very curated. And I love their extended selection of books. I know Marianne Javier on our team 
loves the books that are sold in those stores too. So lots that you can get for $20, lots of things as you walk out the store. So the other thing that struck me was when we went into a place then like Sephora, where we looked at how they had brought in not just healthier, cleaner products and price points, more affordable price points, but at Sephora, the national beauty chain, they're actually selling vitamins and minerals and immunity type products amidst all that fancy beauty. So that was another thing that I found really interesting in the mix of things. And then also I would add to the localization of the merchandise assortment. That store really did a good job of creating a curated merchandise assortment for the local area. Yeah. And there was so much more. Of course, it was Kroger. So the Kroger people were very generous in not only letting us in a peak, which most people don't get to do, of their Acado Shed, which is the robotic distribution center, but also their Marketplace store, which is their largest format, which has an extraordinary selection of one of my favorites, Murray's Cheese, which is down the street from where I live in New York City, which they bought, and healthier food options, as well as all the work they're doing around pharmacy, clinics, diabetes care, a lot of that, right? And then they took us to their new urban format, which is downtown called On the Rhine. So there was so much that was part of that day and days. It was absolutely chock full. Oh, and of course, then we went to Findlay Market, right? Which was this old world market where we all were desperate to have lunch. So we said, no, no, we've got to stop now. We've got to just be regular people and eat more food. Yeah, it's going to all these different stores just speaks to the trends that we highlighted at the start of the retail safari. So the happy, human, healthier retail, which we saw creating those social spaces within the store. So we saw that at the Kroger downtown small store format. We also saw people focus on value. And so even though it's lower price, in some cases, it's offering products that speak to the shopper's values as well. So it's not only just lower price, but also product that speaks to shopper values. It was really a really good day and a half of fun shopping and connecting with our manufacturing client partners, as well as our retail client partner. Yeah. And I do think the other thing that we like to always add in as a surprise, which was on the last morning, we had an external speaker, Dr. Somi Javed, and she is somebody that we've had on this podcast that those of you who haven't listened to her, go and listen. She is an expert in women's sexual health and wellness and has a clinic and expanding clinics called Her MD. And she spoke on the final morning. And I must say, Joy, I did look around the room because I was moderating a chat with her. And I was thinking, oh, how is everybody going to respond to this? We had about 30 people. And I was thinking, well, the women will get it because she's going to talk about menopause and health and sexual health conditions for young women as well. And everybody was leaning in. The women got it. The men got it. The opportunities to do business and think differently about the kind of products and services. It was extraordinary, I think. And there was a lot of discussion and excitement to have her talk about the story that she's been following and and the work and the research she's been doing. Uh, So I thought that was another exciting piece to the whole thing. It was. She made you feel comfortable talking about some of these women health issues openly and candidly. Yeah. And that was the thing after. I think everybody really engaged in that before we went off and wrapped up the rest of the couple of days. So now you all know why Joy and I was so exhausted when we came back. Although, And then we had a day off site doing our 2023-24 planning. Joy was very quiet for the day. And I said, Joy, 
<laughs> and she said, oh, it's so tired. And it was a long few days, but so many things that came out of it, right, in terms of exactly as you said, trends, thinking, engagement. And I think the last thing I would say in all of this is also the discussions, not competitive discussions, just the sharing of thoughts and community building. So we as a group were kind of shoppers too. We were, I think, after being locked down for so long, so eager to be out with people and with like-minded souls who were keen to see what was new and different and meet with their retail partners in real life as opposed to across the video screen here. So there were so many layers to this that I thought were really rewarding, I think, for everybody. Yes. I remember speaking with one retail executive that said, even though you have competing brands, you have to focus on the shopper. And so we can't solve the shopper's needs alone. We have to work together collaboratively. And so it was nice at the end of our retail safari to see brands thinking about potential partnerships, because that is, to me, is going to be the future to help really push the future of retail. It's going to be brands working together, partnering to deliver all on what shoppers want. Well, I couldn't end in any better way than that. Nothing left to be said. So Joy, anytime you want to do a retail safari, and I have to do a little shout out to, not a little, a big shout out to our colleague, Ali Chaliki, because she did a lot of the legwork in turn, which she always does in all our retail innovation work. Some of you have met her through our virtual retail safari. She did an amazing job organizing, selecting, vetting. So the whole, and more others on the WSL team. So Thanks to Ali for all of that. And of course, any of you who want to go safariing with us, we're always happy to put on our shopper hats as always and go shopping. So we will see you next time. See you in the future. Cheers. Thanks, Joy. Take care. 